what triggered this bizarre behavior. Journey into the cold heart of northern darkness with Nordic crimes. That case uh, became like a scene from a horror movie. A new true crime documentary series that chilled the bone. The hunger for killing is increasing in the course of these homicides. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Nordic Crimes is a part of the Acast family. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. And welcome back to One Minute Remaining. My name is Jack Lawrence, the host and creator of this show. Today, I catch up with Damien Skinner, a man who spent almost 28 years incarcerated for a murder, a murder he's always maintained he's innocent of. Uh, My name is Damien Skinner. I was charged with murder in first degree, and I was given 32 years of life, and I've been in prison 27 years. Damien Skinner is incarcerated in Los Angeles, California, and has been for almost three decades. Arrested, tried and convicted for a gangland murder in 1997. It's a crime he's not only maintained his innocent of for all these years, but one he says could possibly have been committed by his own brother. Damien, of course, has been fighting his conviction for his entire incarceration, putting through appeal after appeal, even gaining the help of one of the many innocence-based organisations in America in which to fight his case. But sadly, like the rest of the men and women that we speak with, he's got nowhere. Over the past few years, Damien has come up for parole and has found himself in front of the parole board, pleading his case as to why he should be released. But so far, each time, he's been denied. The major deciding factor to his denials has been the mere fact that he has never been willing to admit guilt in this crime. In almost all parole situations, the inmate must show remorse for their crime and that they have changed and bettered themselves while incarcerated. If they're not willing to do this, then in the eyes of the parole board, you are not taking responsibility for the crime and they'll simply stamp denied. However, in Damien's most recent parole hearing, 
He was represented by an attorney from Project for the Innocent who took on Damien's case a while back. And with that attorney's help, Damien was in fact granted his parole. But, and there's always a but, the parole would also have to gain the tick of approval from California's governor, Mr Gavin Newsom. And it would be up to Mr Newsom to give the final tick of approval. Damien and I have been staying in contact over the past few months and just the other day he messaged me to say he'd received some good news. This is Global Tell Link. You have a prepaid call from... Damien Skinner. An inmate at the California State Prison. The governor had indeed signed off on his parole and he was set for release in just a few days. So we jumped on the phone to chat about what he's looking forward to, his concerns and what he might miss about prison. Thank you for using Global Tail Link. Hello. Here he is. How are you, sir? I'm all right. How are you doing? Mate, I, uh, I'm very good. I'm very good. Uh, a, uh, a happy sort of post-Thanksgiving to you. No, thank you. Likewise. Plenty to be thankful uh, uh, this, this year, I'd say. Uh, yes. Yes, indeed. No, thankful every day, though. Whenever I open my eyes, I'm blessed. Now I'll see another day. Well, I'm sure you'd be quite pleased that um, that'll be your last Thanksgiving spent behind bars. Oh, yes, 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 indeed. That's a blessing. I'm thankful for that. Tell, tell me about uh, uh, how you found out that news. What what happened? Oh, yeah, they, they, they granted it. The governor, the governor signed off for them to release me and let me go. So, because, you know, the governor had to go over my case, go over um, everything. So he signed off for them to let me go. So, which is is a blessing in itself. And I'm thankful for it. You know, so uh, I think they will be releasing me on, I think, Wednesday, the 29th. Uh, how are you uh, feeling about all of that? Uh, no, I'm excited. I'm happy just to be free. Yeah. You no, know? but at the same time, you no, know, anxious, have a little anxiety because I know a lot been changing in the room, especially everything I see on the news and all that. So I'm excited to be free, though. Of course. So it's been a long time. Okay. You know, a lot of people, I talk to people, they don't understand. They don't even know my, like, my situation, my my case. It's just people don't understand when you do 27 years, almost 28 years for a crime you didn't commit. Because a lot of people think just because you're incarcerated, you're guilty. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and a lot of people don't know how hard it is to really be here innocent on a crime you're doing, doing time for. And, you know, and a lot of times that, that, that bothers me. I wake up at times, you know, I try not to be angry, you know, because I'm, I'm thankful because it's person, people in worse situations than me. At the same time, I've missed so much over the years. Yeah. You no, know, with my life. So I'm just thankful I'm about to get an opportunity, a chance to live out the rest of my days free. So it is going to be hard. Obviously, you know the transition from you know you as you said, nearly 28 years of being incarcerated, of surrounded by rules and things you can't do and places you can't go and having to get permission for certain things and not having access to other things. And it's going to be a big adjustment, I'm sure. 
yes, it is. It's gonna be man. I think about that every every day, and then I'm now I'm gonna be on parole, and I'm still gonna be told what I can and can't do because if I violate parole, they yeah. send you back to prison with another life sentence. So there's a lot of other things I still ain't gonna be able to do. To do. Yeah, and that's. So my life, I'm still ain't free yet until I get off parole, and that's for a couple of years. They say I won't be able to go with my family because they live in a different county to where they got me paroling to. So I can't go where my wife is at because she's in a different county from where I'm paroling to. My mother, I can't go there. So it's still going to be hard because that's my support. So if I can't go around my support, then that could be an adjustment in itself. Sometimes it almost feels like they're trying to set you up to fail, Damien. Yes, yes, and they do. And I always tell people that because I've seen a lot of people who violate parole, and that's what they do because hopefully I don't get a, a parole officer that's, you know, that's an a-hole, whatever, excuse my French, yeah, yeah. That just, that's petty. If I get a parole officer that's petty, then I'm going to be walking on a, on a short leash. Because they be trying to violate you for anything. So what are the stipulations of your parole apart from only having to not being able to leave the particular county in which they're being paroled to? Uh, other stipulations I haven't received that yet. Hopefully I receive all that tomorrow. Right. But I already know. I talked my my wife and my mother now and talked to my parole officer. He already told them that I'm not allowed to go where they at. He's not going to allow me to go where they at because... In a whole different county. He's in LA County. My mother's in San Bernardino County, which is like an hour away. And my wife is in Kern County, which is like an hour and 30 minutes away. He already let them know I'm not going to be able to go visit them. If I do, then I, that's a violation. So now I got to figure out a way. I'm going to talk, figure out a way how I'm going to make them work with my family because my mother is real sick. My mother has cancer, and I, I definitely want to visit my mother. Of course. Uh, after all these years. Can you not apply on compassionate grounds for an exemption or, you know? He, he told me that, uh, the parole officer, he talked to my wife. My wife talked to him, and uh, he, he said I need to talk to my counselor, but they try to get me in a transition house that's close to closer to them. He said he don't understand why... The board now sent me to a transitional home in L.A. County when I don't have no family in L.A. County. He said, normally they they parole you to where you have support at. Yes. He said, I don't have no support down there. So he don't understand why they's paroling me down there. So he told my wife to tell me to talk to my counselor, but the counselors now haven't been here in almost over a week because of the holidays. So... I hope they come tomorrow. That way, I can explain my situation to them. Hopefully, yeah. they hopefully they change change it within these couple of days. If not, I got to go to LA County, and then they gonna be hard on me. The situation gonna be hard for me. None of it's easy, is it? That's for sure. So, yeah, and that's not really enough time. Two days. Hopefully, I get someone who will work with me and call the transitional house to. Uh, relocate me. It's already going to be a challenge. So on your release, will your wife be coming to pick you up from, from the prison on your release? Oh, yes. Yes, sir. She she going to come up here and get me.
Yeah, at least that's something that's to look forward to a lot, I would imagine. Oh, yeah. Just to be free, just to be able to hug her, her and my mother, you know, and be able to have breakfast with them. You know, that, I look forward to that. We go, we go have breakfast. You know, my favorite restaurant is IHOP, so <laughs> they go take me to IHOP. I was going to say what's the first meal going to be, but obviously there we go. We're going straight to IHOP. <laughs> yes, indeed. It's IHOP right here by this prison, they say. So we go stop right there at IHOP, have some pancakes. I love pancakes. There we go. He's going to gonna stuff yourself till you can't move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I am. Well, what about um, work for you yeah. on the outside? Are you going to be finding work, or how does that? How are you going to financially support yourself once you get out? I'm going to look for work. Uh, no, that's the goal because that's for me. I think that's my number one challenge. No, having having a murder conviction on on my jacket. I know it's hard for certain jobs and certain stuff, you know. So hopefully that that is uh, the goal. But I'm also going to take some online classes to become a. Um, uh, me and my wife, we didn't talk. I didn't started already studying and taking little classes to be a certified drug and alcohol counselor. Oh wow! So yeah, so because I want to help those that, that need help because it's a. Uh, it's a epidemic out here, an opioid. Yeah. So I study a lot of drug and alcohol, try to give back and help those that need help. I only spoke about this the other day, Damien. The thing I've noticed quite a lot with incarcerated men and women that I speak with, um, there are so many people who who come out of this or even their plans on coming out of this is to help other people in situations like, you know, people with drug issues. I speak to another gentleman who just came out of prison after 28 years and he's helping youngsters stay out of gangs and getting involved in violence. Um, wh- why do you think it is that people in your position feel the, the desire to help others? Because we see, we see the outcome of people that's living that lifestyle, especially like gangs, because I grew up in a gang-infested area and you know, we we see the outcome. There's no benefits, and we see the dangers. There's so many young guys in here. I, I, I have a lot of these young guys in here now. I help tutor them so they could get their GDs. And, you know, I, I help these youngsters in here every day because yeah. I try to get back. I want to keep them from coming back in here. You know, let this be their last time they come in here because there's more to life than just getting out there game banging there's more to life than just getting out there committing crimes there's more to life they need to live they, yeah. they 18 19 20 years old they need to they need to live so i feel it's my duty to help and give back because i got nephews and i talk to my nephews every day yeah about about gangs about about drugs about all this because i don't want to see my nephews and them in this prison you know, spending their lives in here when there's a whole lot of life to live out there. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. 
Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at UH1.com. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Do you think, and this might sound like an absolutely insane question, Damien, but bear with me. Uh, Do you think there'll be anything that you'll miss about prison? Yes, a lot of things I'm going to miss about prison. You know, I, I tell my wife that because when they first found me suitable, she asked me why I'm not happy. And she's like, why you just seem so sad? I said, no, it's bittersweet because for the last 27, 28 years, these people was my family. I built yeah. a lot of good relationships. I met a lot of good people in here. You know, a lot of people here for making mistakes that led them in here. I met a lot of good people in here on both sides, from inmates to CEOs to like, just regular seats, uh, free staff that's working in here. I met a lot of good people in here, and just to be leaving them behind after 27 years, 28 years, it's, you know, it's like losing losing someone close to you. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to miss a lot of guys in here. I'm going to miss a lot of guys in here, because they help shape me who I am today. It's a big chunk of your life, absolutely. Yes. You know, there's um, one of my favourite movies of all time is a prison movie, and it's, I don't know if you've seen Shawshank Redemption, but, um, and I know it's just a movie and all that sort of stuff, but one of the characters in there talks about being institutionalised, um, and some people aren't able to make it on the outside because they have spent so long behind bars. Do you think that's a thing, being institutionalised? Yes, it is. I see a lot of people in here that's institutionalized, where they focus their whole mindset, everything they focus on is prison stuff. So yes, they institutionalized from the way they make they way they make their bunks, from the way they program, like the way they do stuff, they institutionalized because their whole focus is things that's surrounded by prison stuff. So that's what makes them institutionalized. They don't, they doesn't think beyond prison. Well, look, I mean, Damien, I think, you know, obviously you've got a you've got hurdles in front of you on the on the outside, but I think you've also got 
you know, your wife and family are, you know, obviously not going to be close by, but they're there as support. So, look, I, I wish you all the best and I hope when you get out that we can have a chat once you're out and once you're settled uh, and catch up and see how you're going. Yes, indeed. We can do that. And I will make sure I keep this number and reach out to you as soon as I get out. Look, I wish you all the best for your release, sir, and I, I look forward to talking to you on the outside. All right. Thank you, and I look forward as well. All right. Take Have care. Have day. All right. Bye-bye. You have one minute remaining. Well, there's no secret that Damien has challenges ahead of him, but of course we wish him all the best and we will definitely be catching up with him once he is out and settled uh, and seeing how he's getting along. One Minute Remaining is a Mashed Pumpkin production created, hosted and produced by Jack Lawrence. Audio and sound design by Jack Lawrence and Dom Evans of Earsay. Earsay.